Smashing the Plateau. I'm David Schreiner-Khan with Going Solo. In this show, we discuss building your own successful business after a long career as an employed professional. There might be a lot of negativities around us, but where is our focus? Are we focusing on the negatives or we are focused on the positives? Today on episode 97 of Going Solo, I'm speaking with Denrich Sananda, founder of Arista Technologies. Denrich led massive growth as an employed corporate leader, then launched his own company, envisioning a similar growth pattern. Stay with us to hear all the details. If you'd like to share your story on Going Solo, please get in touch with me at smashingtheplateau.com. Now let's welcome Denrich Sananda. A graduate of Harvard Business School, Denrich has over 20 years of experience in the process automation sector. He's been based all over the world, in the Middle East, in India, in parts of the former Soviet Union and Turkey. Denrich recently moved to Toronto, Canada, and started his own cybersecurity practice. Denrich, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, David, and I'm so glad to be here. Great to have you on. Uh, Tell me a little bit about your career as an employee. Uh, Well, I started my career mostly in Dubai. 17 lovely years I spent in Dubai. I worked for this German company. I started off as a service engineer and slowly, slowly I went up to be the managing director for that uh, company. I just wanted to highlight the last six years of my life as the managing director. When I took over the company in mid-2013, we were doing about 7 million uh, US dollars. But within 3.5 years, I took the company to 24.7 million uh, US dollars, but year on year, consistently. When I took over, I had a team of 27 people. And when I left in March 2019 to come to Canada, I'd increased the team to 81 people. I had established offices in Turkey, Oman, branch offices, in Qatar, and I'd placed sales and service engineers in about 10 countries during my tenure as the MD. So we went, uh, the success was going like northeast, as they like to say. So this is what I had done in my previous role in the Middle East. Which is pretty awesome. Thank you. What do you attribute to some of the, the rapid growth? I think so having a very clear vision and communicating that vision, not only to my core team, I communicated that vision also at every level inside of that organization. And second thing what I did very well was I reminded this vision in every meetings, in every given touch point. This is our vision. This is where we want to go. And second, most important thing is to give them a purpose. I gave my team a purpose and we did this. The success is not because of me. The success is because of a complete team effort where we took the whole company, which was like, how do I put it? It was reactive company, but now we bought this company to be very proactive. So this were the steps what I did very good, communication. What's an example of how you would reference the vision in a meeting. Okay, Uh, excellent, excellent. When I took over the company, we were doing say about six to seven million US dollars. 
But when I sat in that chair, I saw already 25 million US dollars in first week. So I wanted to communicate this vision to each and every team member. So when and the whole company from my point was thinking only in terms of small projects. So what I did very well is I gave them a vision that we could do bigger projects. We were selling boxes or products. I changed the vision and gave them, no, we don't have to sell products. We can sell solution. So I completely changed that vision of the company from going towards small mindset to a bigger mindset, to selling boxes, to selling solution. And this is how our board changed so that we could go from a $6 million to a $25 million company. Yeah, this is a pretty fundamental change. And Danrich, when did you attend Harvard Business School? I attended Harvard Business School in 2017, and I attended to just ratify whatever I was doing was kind of, I was doing right. I just went to ratify my management style, so to say. Right. Were there any surprises in what you what you learned or what you heard at Harvard? I think so. One thing which really blew my mind off, and I would highly recommend everyone to Harvard, is it's, it's fantastic, is innovation. I mean, it just took my mind to a very different level. From strategy point of view, also it was mind-boggling what we learned there. Leadership, I think so I was pretty good in that aspect, but strategy, one, finance, I learned a lot about finance and innovation. This is, I mean, I highly recommend any executive or senior executive to attend this course. Highly recommend it. It's fantastic. Right, right. And was it one course or was it was it a degree program? This is called as a general management program. It is about seven weeks we need to stay in uh, Boston, in uh, Harvard Business School. And the total course was about five months uh, program, yeah. So I, I lived there and it was great. Hmm. So following that, this tremendous success in your employment from from starting in 2013 for the next several years and uh, and attending Harvard what triggered you to leave your job one word is family originally i'm from india and and uh, i have three kids so all my three kids were born and brought up in dubai and uh, they were getting older so we we were looking to go to a place uh, where we could call home and where they would have an education system uh, which can satisfy, um, you know, their learning sense. So, so we, that's the reason I think so uh, we decided to leave uh, Middle East and come to Canada. Okay. When did you move to Canada? Uh, we moved to Canada in, uh, I myself personally moved in Mar- March, yeah, end of March 2019, two years ago. Okay. Yeah. And what triggered you to become an entrepreneur rather than just get another job? When I came to Canada, I started to work as an external consultant. And in parallel, I was looking for uh, opportunities in Canadian market as well. I was selected. I was selected in one of the top companies as well. But unfortunately, my role got cancelled because of covid in some cases, I was overqualified. Actually, in most cases, I was overqualified. 
or I did not have Canadian uh, experience. So in 20, I remember in January 2021, I had a discussion with my wife and I said, hey, you know, I, I think so I have enough experience, uh, you know, and I have enough confidence on myself to start something on my own. And that is when I took a decision to be self-employed or become an entrepreneur. Mm. Now, you're running a company that involves cybersecurity. So why that particular kind of business? In my previous employment, last three years, uh, I was kind of doing cybersecurity. I built a proper blueprint to do cyber as well. And second important part is cyber in today's world has become more and more relevant. It's not an option. Everybody has to go there. So there is more opportunities. And one very important piece is there are not many qualified people in this field. So it was a very easy choice to choose cybersecurity as, as, uh, to start my business. Okay, so it's something that you personally have competence in. Yes. I gather it's something you like. Yes, absolutely. And there's a, there's a need in the marketplace. Absolutely. I'm passionate about the subject, and there is definitely a huge need in the marketplace. Denrich, when you were preparing to launch your business, how did you decide within cybersecurity what your offering should be? Right. As a new, fairly new company, I wanted to target the small and medium enterprises. And in that small and medium enterprises, I was very uh, focused on uh, utilities, power, water, power grids, manufacturing, and healthcare. Again, why small and medium is, I feel personally, this the bigger boys are chasing the bigger companies. So there is uh, some companies have to take care of this mid-market. That was one of my thought process. Second thought process was in Canada, 80% of the businesses are small and medium businesses. So that was also my thought process uh, when I decided to uh, select the, the area where I wanted to do business. Okay. So what's your core offering at this point? My core offering at this point is cybersecurity audits, which is compliant to industry standards, for example, IEC 62443, NIST, uh, NERC, NERC, CIF, or HIPAA security standards. So I'm always following the industry where it has standards, so it becomes easy for me to talk the same language as them. So we get into the any of these industries, we check their uh, cyber posture, and then uh, give them recommendation based on their standards or compliance and what are their gaps and then advise some recommendations for them to adhere to these particular standards or compliances. So that is what uh, we are offering at this moment. Okay. And, and how's it going? The going has been good. Of course, uh, you know, it's, it's a four-month-old uh, company. So we are also offering awareness training. Uh, we are doing a training for 62443. So this is also what we are doing just to increase our credibility and thought leadership in the market because nobody will open a door because cybersecurity is very important. They, because they, you, when you go inside a company, they have to open every piece of information to you to do an audit. So we also need to establish thought leadership and credibility. So what I'm also doing is promoting trainings 
doing uh, industry grade trainings and also cyber awareness trainings as you've gone through the the launch process what resources have you been able to deploy to help you if i understood your question correctly so when i was starting off my business what what were the resources and you know how did i get going so first thing what i would say is my experience you know i have 22 years of experience which which plays a role but also when i landed in canada i had a lot of great friends who i met and some of them are also mentors and advisor to me in this particular business and in canada when you're starting off a business it's not so difficult the processes are fairly simple i have a very strong accountant also to support me plus the whole infrastructure with the government where the canadian government provides for smes is is fantastic so this helps uh, new entrepreneurs to get into business fairly quickly mm. what kinds of mentors and advisors do you rely on one is uh, one mentor who i heavily rely is from a business perspective so we have say about every uh, 6 weeks we have discussion and i tell him my vision or strategies and we discuss and he also helps me point because he is here in canada for a long time he also points me to prospects as well because he knows people well and i'm again like i said fairly new so both ways in from in terms of strategy and also in terms of prospects as well what kinds of surprises have come about as you've been going through the the initial stages in your business what's been unexpected for me at the moment everything is actually running smooth to my expectations there is no such hiccups or you know th- there's a show stopper uh, i have not yet any major roadblocks uh, at this moment uh, i think yeah that's good now is your business just you or do you have others who are part of your team yes we are uh, three team uh members in my business and i'm also using uh, four uh freelancers so as and when i need i have work then i use these four uh, guys as well so that is how we are so it's about a team of seven if you were in the mentoring role with somebody like you who has a lot of deep experience in a particular field or discipline or industry who decides either by design or by circumstance mm-hmm. is starting a business in the same field as opposed to being an employee what kind of advice would you offer yeah this is a very very good uh, question so if people somehow are in certain circumstances and they don't have a choice and they get into this then first step i would say is do not panic you know because i feel there might be a lot of negativities around us but where is our focus are we focusing on the negatives or we are focus on the positive so first step is please focus on the positive side because what i believe in every challenge there is opportunity only we should have the eyes to see it uh, this is what i feel second is to surround yourself with like-minded people strong like-minded people third 
is to be active on LinkedIn. I've seen the power of LinkedIn myself, so I would also highly advise uh, new entrepreneurs to be active on LinkedIn. And fourth, that is for me very personal, is whenever I am approaching a customer or client or anybody, I go with an attitude to help or with an attitude to give. This helps so much in real life and in business. I cannot tell you the power of having this attitude to give. So these are my four points for anybody who's starting out. Yeah, I'd love to hear a little more about what you do on LinkedIn. Okay, great. On LinkedIn, one thing which I've started uh, recently is to put out LinkedIn videos. I see that whenever I'm putting my video out, the engagement is really powerful. You know, so I would encourage people to put LinkedIn videos. Second, you know, it depends. See, in whatever you do, you have to be strategic. In LinkedIn, I have certain strategy what I want to do. So my strategy will be completely different to others. But I'll just give you a few pointers also. If you want to increase your followers, then also to comment on other people's posts is very, very important. So if you want to increase your visibility, Definitely, like I said, posting regularly at least three times a week. One is putting out videos and just not, you know, just like a random video. You want to establish, at least in my business, I want to establish thought leadership. So I will put relevant content which is related to my business. So these three points minimum, uh, you know, we, we have to do to be visible. My strategy is to be uh, more visible and drive uh, thought leadership. So that is my focus on LinkedIn. Yeah. Do you use a, a structure in your your approach with LinkedIn, like a structure for when you post, what you post, when you comment, what you comment, who you follow, or is it more random? Just try to make sure that you, you do it a certain number of times per week. It's a beautiful question. I love this question. Initially, you have to be, I would say, random till you find what your niche is. You know, so initially I was very random. I would say I would connect with as much as people as possible, comment. But now I'm being more uh, strategic. You know, I want to, like, for example, I don't have more time because I'm a new business. So I'm posting twice a week. I will start videos once again, but I will put one video out per week and it has to be consistent. So this is my strategy uh, moving forward and my content will be uh, planned. You know, I will have uh, content for training maybe one week or maybe for one month. It will be about cybersecurity awareness. Next month will be completely about IEC 62043. So it, now everything will be very strategic uh, in LinkedIn. So people will know because now I'm, I'm in the business, so I cannot be random. So I have to position myself as a thought leader in cybersecurity. So all these activities uh, is what I will be doing. Do you release your videos on a schedule? Yes, weekends. Got it. How far ahead do you plan them? I don't plan them too far. So I would do it on a Saturday and then Sunday, uh, mostly I would uh, release it. So it's about on, over the weekend, I, I do that. Do you find that you get a different level of engagement when you post business content over the weekend versus posting it during the week? For me, thankfully, I didn't have, I'm getting equal amount of engagement. You know, people tell me you should post this time, that time. I've experimented with this. But for me, 
I don't know, I'm getting equal number of engagement even if I'm posting 12 in the night on a Sunday or a Saturday uh, or posting Monday mornings. Uh, somehow it's been perfect for me. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. And, and I think what you said about experimenting and finding what works for you as well as where you get some response is really an important strategy for social media. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I completely agree. Denrich, is there anything else you'd like to share with um, about sort of where you are in the evolution of your business um, or around your your thinking about making how you've made this transition from a very successful employee to early stage entrepreneur? Yeah, I believe in collaboration. David, I'm very big on collaboration. So at this moment of time, I am establishing um, partners, strategic partners for my business. And this is working beautifully. I cannot emphasize uh, more. So this is uh, where I am at this mo moment and time. And these partnerships not are not only in Canada, it's it's world over. I have got partners in Europe, in, in US. I'm establishing partners in uh, India. I have already in this four months, uh, we already have a subsidiary in Pakistan. We've opened up uh, Arista Technologies Private Limited in Pakistan as well in, in the span of four months. So we are working and moving very fast, very fast. Yeah, this is so great to hear, Denver. It's, a, it's remarkable how quickly and also strategically you're moving into your business as you have gone solo after many years of being a very successful leader as an employee. If somebody wants to go deeper with anything we've talked about today or access any of your information, and you know, we talked a little bit about LinkedIn, where's the best place for them to go and check you out, learn more, or perhaps get in touch with you? One, the easiest way is LinkedIn. I'm very active in LinkedIn and I definitely respond whoever reaches out to me. I'm all for helping, especially uh, new immigrants, uh, a new entrepreneur. I'm going through the phase, so I value them and I'm more than happy to help them. So LinkedIn is one. Second is my website also is www.aristatechnologies.ca. So you can reach me out there as well. Denrich, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us on Going Solo. Share your insights. My guest has been Denrich Sananda, new entrepreneur and founder of Arista Technologies. Thank you again, Denrich, for joining us. Thank you. My pleasure. And uh, yeah, uh, talk to you soon, David. When you visit the Going Solo website, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mentioned on the show. Today we learned how to use vision to drive growth and much more. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review if you can. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.